Hey, Drew here from Jameson Family Chiropractic in Richmond, Virginia. You can learn more about me at www.rvachiropractic.com. All right, today so we're going to be talking about squatting. Um, last week we talked about deadlifting and how uh, we can incorporate just the basics of that movement into our everyday lives. Um, so I'm going to start off today with a quote. You become the sum of your actions, and as you do, what flows from that, your impulses reflect the actions you've taken. Choose wisely. Uh, I like this because I see a lot of clients come into the office um, with the inability to squat properly. Um, I just see a ton of faults, uh, something that they either have poor mechanics or they're just lazy through moving. Um, through the squat. Um, the squat is a movement that we shouldn't take for granted. Uh, we think about how many times we sit down and stand up each day. And uh, if, we, if we don't do it properly, we have poor lazy mechanics, um, then it shouldn't be much, as, much of a surprise if we have any knee problems, knee pain, back problems, things like that. Um, Poor squat mechanics and poor range of motion can lead to lead to pain in the in the lower back, in the hips, in the knees, in the ankles. Uh, I mean, pretty much everywhere. Um, so we want to we want to take a look and dive a little bit deeper into into the squat. Um, it's something that we want to kind of hammer down and. And really start from the foundation, which is which is the feet. Um, successful lifts they start with the relationship we create um, between us, the bar if we're using one, we may not even need one, uh, and the floor. In terms of everyday use, we just want to we want to look at that relationship between uh, our bodies and the floor. Um, I like to I like to look at the feet. Um, and that's where I see a lot of a lot of faults. We see um, the the ankles caving in. We don't have good grip or good contact with the ground. Um, I see a lot of of people kind of driving through the heels. Their toes coming up off the ground, uh, or their feet turned turned way out, and that just collapses the arch um, of the feet. So. Um, setting up for a squat, what I'd like to see is feet about shoulder width apart. Some people are a little bit different. Um, they can be a little bit more narrow, a little bit wider. Uh, we just want to be in a, in a good stable position. So we can, we can kind of play with that a little bit. Um, but we definitely want the feet pointing straight forward or even just a little bit out, maybe up to 15 degrees um, out. Um, then the next thing is, is probably one of the biggest things is we want to screw our feet into the ground uh, as if we're going to spread the floor apart using our toes. Um, so I'll put my feet down and then try to, try to turn the feet out um, that way. Uh, as soon as you do it, you'll feel your toes kind of grip into the ground. Your arches will rise a little bit and you'll feel this torque and tension throughout the hips and, and even into the upper legs. Um, so we want to start with a good stable base, a stable foundation to this movement. Um, then what I like to see is, 
is for somebody to, to fire their glutes and, and keep their trunk nice and tight. Um, the spinal position through this movement, through the squat, it shouldn't move much. It should be pretty rigid, pretty stable throughout the whole thing. Um, we'll want to we'll want to be able to work on this hip hinge. So one way I, I look at the hip hinge is if I had a if I took a PVC pipe, ran it sideways through my hips from my left to the right hip, going straight through um, side to side, and I just kind of bent over over that. So my spine is staying stable. Uh, it's just that that flexion of the hip which is creating that hip hinge. Um, so once we squeeze our glutes and brace our trunk, then we want to reach our hamstrings back and tilt our torso forward using that hip hinge. Once we do that, we'll feel our hamstrings just load up real quick. Um, similar